in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other once scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, The Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And welcome into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, seen everywhere on YouTube. Just go to thesportsocracy.com, click on that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel to get yourself into the chat. You can uh, vote on today's most overrated bands, Bracket Sweet 16 matchup, and of course, weigh in on all the topics of the day. It is, uh, well, it's only, we, we only have like five more days. Five more days till the greatest basketball game you've ever seen in your life. I can't wait for it. So excited. Saturday I, night. I, I am rather excited as well. But. But what? Just, okay. Don't, tamper don't try to rain expe- on the parade. Tamper the expectations. Don't try to rain on the I parade. I feel like Duke and Carolina fans are hyping this into something that it cannot possibly live up to. I, I I disagree. I disagree because every time we get together, it's a big deal, and now it's the biggest deal ever. Yeah, and what happens if this is a 15-point game? Uh, if it's a 15-point game, I don't like it for the Tar Heels. And as well, you should. <laughs> if you told me that's the way this is going to go down, that that's going to be the margin, I don't like it for the Tar Heels. But, uh, of course, we will have uh, coverage coming up the rest of the week of North Carolina and Duke again Saturday night in the Final Four. You'll hear the game right here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. We are the Sportsocracy. We are live from the Ingalls studio. We're always brought to you by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices. Love the savings. In fact, uh, I had to post it on Facebook this morning. Enjoyed my uh, savings at the pump. I mean, anytime you can get a break on uh, on gas, Ingles is there to back you up. You spend in the store, and they'll give you that uh, sweet little five cents off for every hundred uh, Ingles advantage points that you get. I had a three thirty six on gas this morning. I felt like I had accomplished something for the day. As well, you should yeah, exactly because uh, yeah, you see all the you see all these. Uh, these awful posts from around the country of people paying like five and seven dollars for gas feel feel pretty good about it uh low prices love the savings Ingles supermarkets your one-stop shop for everything that you need all right uh we have win futures being put out by vegas in the nfl so we're gonna go through it and say you know what's what's the what's the futures bet for the upcoming nfl season and some of them are absolutely insane insane you think the numbers are way off there's one that's way too high for what this is Mm -hmm. you have to understand that it is for what this exercise is no team has more than 11 and a half okay no team has fewer than four and a half there's still too many things that can happen you're not going to catch a two and a half here and you're not going to catch a 13 here right the fact that there are two teams in the NFL that are sitting at 11 and a half. Mm-hmm. The Buffalo Bills, I get. 
Your Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> might be the dumbest thing anybody's ever said to me in my life. Uh, yeah, uh, Jeremy, on our uh, on our on our first podcast that we ever did together, our fantasy game time decisions podcast, he used to always uh, make his bets and he would yell it when it was crazy and under. 11, 11 and a half. half is insane. Yeah, it is. And I'll tell you why. Well, especially when you look at the schedule. There it is. Yeah. There's the problem. But the division they play in is terrible. I don't disagree with you. Yay, four four wins. Congratulations. And then? And then, outside of that, you play a murderer's row. Or, I guess I should say, we play a murderer's outside row. Outside of their division, they play the Packers, Chiefs, Rams, Bengals, Seahawks, Ravens. Uh huh. Cardinals, 49ers, Steelers, Browns, Cowboys. Mm-hmm. You name me the bad team on that schedule. The 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 NFC South teams. We got demolished this year. Yeah, Carolina Panthers, New Orleans Saints, Atlanta Falcons, uh, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Our matchups with the divisions this year ended up being the NFC West and the AFC North. For Damn. all of us in the division, is not good for any of us. Ew. Yeah. Very gross. That was my number one prevailing takeaway was if you and and look, I know Vegas does this sometimes to bait people. Sure. That's 100% what this is. The the Tampa Bay lovers will bet over on on Tom mm-hmm. and then the sharps will go, that doesn't make even the vaguest bit of sense. No. Nope. I am uh, you know, I I I try to be objective about my team at times. Uh, unless you fail we're in the miserably playoffs. And, the vast unless, majority of the time. Unless we're in the playoffs, and then and then I'm all in on my team. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, there's I don't I don't I I see very little chance of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going over eleven and a half. So there you go. There's 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 your first tip of the day. Under the eleven and a half wins for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'll tell you another uh, a little tidbit of of what Vegas is telling you. Losing Devontae Adams cost green bay exactly nothing they're at 11 Mm -hmm. and i think it's too low it could be i think it's too low they're going to win four games literally by being clinically alive in their division sure and their schedule is not nearly as daunting as yours is no it is not but that should tell you everything you know you want to know why i poo-pooed the tyreek hill thing the day it happened Where are the Dolphins now? Oh, look, we had such great offseason. We're so good now. Vegas has you at eight and nine. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. And do you know why? Because Tua Tungavailoa is still your quarterback. You can put all the toys around him you want to, and it will be the sweetest toy chest in the world. Unfortunately, you don't know how to play with a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Uh guy says in the comments on youtube that green bay will be bad no they won't i'm gonna say they won't no they won't because here's the thing they they are going to they're now put they've now painted themselves into a corner where they have to do the thing that they've been putting off for years now which is drafting a wide receiver dare i say two wide receivers at the top of their draft class I still believe that's the path they should go down. Now it Two is a, the first four. Yeah, it is a very full wide receiver class, so they they won't necessarily have to. This is a great year to need in a the guy first that round. plays out of the slot. Mm-hmm. You need somebody that plays on the outside. It's a little thin. 
But Green Bay is not going to be bad as no. long as they have Aaron Rodgers and they and in free agency they went and did everything defense. You know the, the Devondre Campbell and uh, trading uh, Zadarius Smith and keeping Preston Smith. They didn't and, trade him. They or, cut him. Well, they cut him. Whatever. There's a large difference. One of them you get something, and one of them you get nothing. I understand. But but what I'm saying is they focused on the defensive side, keeping the pieces that they could in-house in free agency. Now the draft has to be about loading up on offense, and that's exactly what they're going to do. Green Bay will find weapons for Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. There's no way that Aaron Rodgers signed up for this. No, knowing, because remember, that's the story. Aaron Rodgers knew that Devontae Adams did not want to be in town anymore, regardless right. of him coming back. Vegas is the great truth serum. And just since Green Bay was the first team mentioned, yep. yeah, here's what Vegas told you. They're going to win this division in a walk. Minnesota's better than you think they are, and the Bears and Lions are poopy. Yes. I can't believe the Lions are at six. I saw that and went, you think they're a game and a half better than the Texans? I'm not sure that they're a game and a half better than Texas. Oh, I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance. Oh, they're certainly that, improved. That, that, but what it, what changed? This is what always makes me laugh about these lines. Detroit was horrible last year. They were competitive. Yeah, they lost the vast majority of those games. Yeah. And now they're at six. Why? What in the world could you possibly be looking at that, oh, yeah, they'll win six games? Well, they're looking at their, that they're going to beat the Bears. Once. Which is not, you know. Yeah. I'll agree you might beat them once. They could beat the Vikings, maybe. I mean, maybe they could sneak sprout up on wings them. and fly. I don't oh, think come on. Gonna, you think the Vikings are that much better? They could actually put a lion on the field, and I think that would give them a drastically better chance of beating the Vikings. You got the football team. You got the Jaguars. You got the Jets on that schedule. Um, the Panthers. I, I'm still waiting sorry. for you to tell me the team they're going to beat. Oh, stop that. Uh, Jaguars, I'll give you that one. Your because Jets. if I'm not mistaken, they come to New. If you think they're going to come to New York and beat the Jets, good luck with that. Maybe I don't know. I'm going to disagree for the square. <laughs> oh, let's do it. Let's check in on our hometown team, the Carolina Panthers. Vegas doesn't think too much of the Carolina Panthers, and it's probably a lot to do with the fact that, yeah, you know, you got questions at quarterback, and you're still, you know, you're 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 playing patty cake right now with cam newton again for some reason nobody's i'm not acknowledging that you're not acknowledging no, that no, you're gonna move right past nope, it i'm not scott fitterer talking about there's a, there's still a place on this team for cam newton yeah in the crowd there, there's a great spot for him it's row 104 seat six cam newton told who was it adam schefter and that he talked to today and said that he had plenty of offers that he just he was just looking for the well, right I, situation here's my thing. I've, I've seen that talked about a lot what was he supposed to say yeah Adam Schefter, I'm sure, reached out to him. When was the last time you saw an NFL player say, I had to call Verizon to make sure my phone still worked? <laughs> because no one has called. Because that's exactly where Cam Newton is. I've got several teams that are interested. I just I you know, I just want I just want a fair chance to compete. Fair chance to play. Nope. Don't don't think so. Like you're coming in to be a backup for somebody if you're coming in to be on somebody's team yeah, at all. The bad thing for Carolina is that they got Will Smith. Aww. They were Chris Rock and the NFL was 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 Will Smith because they got smacked. That schedule is ugly. Mm-hmm. Again, I told you that the NFC South teams are matched up with the NFC West and the AFC North. So that's 
I mean, I, I mean that's six guaranteed powerhouse teams that you're going to mm-hmm. play, you know, throughout the year. And the other two are not terrible. No, you got the Seahawks and you got the the Pittsburgh Steelers as the outliers of that group. Yay! That that that's your two. Hey, we might win those, right? Uh, and of course, you got the games within the division for the Carolina Panthers. So the Falcons and the Saints might be able to steal one of those games against the Saints. But the over under is six on the Panthers. And the more I look at this schedule, I go, I don't know that they can hit it. I think if you force me to put money on it today, I'm taking the under. If you told me I could get the Saints, the Falcons, and the Panthers combined at 14 and a half, I'll take the under aggressively. I don't know who they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And that's why everybody's propping up Tampa Bay is because you're going to win the division so comfortably. I got that. I fully understand that. You are four full games ahead of all three other teams in your division. Mm -hmm. And I don't disagree with that. But what I always take away from this is that I start ranking these teams. What is it that, where does Vegas think these teams fall in? Because this is a really good indicator of who does Vegas believe in and who who do they not believe in. In this very division, New Orleans Saints, everybody keeps telling me I'm crazy that they're going to fall off a cliff. They're seven and a half. Mm Mm-hmm. They have the same number of wins as the New York Giants. That that should really tell you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. A better team or, or, or a team that good. Take what, take what they were last year. Take the New Orleans Saints, what they were last year, and if they got an average schedule, middle of the road in the NFL, then maybe. Maybe they can get to eight wins, be just like they were last year, flirting with the playoffs at the end of the year. Not this schedule. No. Not not by any stretch of the imagination. The worst team the Saints play that's not in their division is the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles are probably two. I would agree with that. Because they have to play... Well, let's just go down here. Uh, home games are against, the obviously, the division. And then the Rams, Seahawks, Vikings, Bengals, Ravens, Raiders. Scattered, smothered, and covered. Yep, yep. You got one chance. You got one chance to pick up a guys hash browns. Just you are going to absolutely get eviscerated the second you hit that uh, the 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 field. You got one chance, maybe two. I mean, I'll I'll throw the Vikings in there just because they can be a hot or cold team. So you might have a chance to win two non-division games at home as the New Orleans Saints, and then you go on the road to the Eagles, Forty Niners, Cardinals, Browns, Steelers. That's scary. Mm -hmm. And the Carolina Panthers are in the same boat. I mean, you get the Broncos at home as, like, the outlier game. The the outlier to what? Of the divisions. This was their extra game. Oh, yeah, that's the – I thought you were saying that was one they could win. No, no, no. no. Did you get drunk before this show? No, no, no. Because that's the only way you could possibly say that out loud. No, that's that's the extra, like, outlier game. Home schedule for the Panthers goes Falcons, Saints, Bucks, Cardinals, Browns, Broncos, Lions, Steelers, 49ers. Mm-hmm. Again, congratulations, you get the Lions. And then, you know, the two winnable games in your division at home. Your away schedule goes Falcons, Saints, Bucks, Ravens, Bengals, Rams, Giants, Seahawks. So four? Are we saying four possible, no doubt, put them like maybe count them toward the ledger i was about to say i'm not gonna say no doubt anything no 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 no. 
I'm going to say no doubt you're not getting to six. That's why I'm thinking. And under. if you're a Matt Rule hater, you should be so excited. Mm-hmm. Tyler Cunningham said in our comments, uh, the schedule last year was set up for Matt Rule to succeed, and we got embarrassed. Correct. And the reason he didn't get fired this year is because he is going to be the sacrificial lamb. Mm-hmm. And everybody in Carolina is going to be better off for it. Absolutely. Absolutely they will. Now, if you want to know just exactly how how relevant this is, we did this same show last year. Do you remember how many teams we had make the playoffs? Uh, of the 14 we said were playoff teams when we did this last year, do you know how many made the playoffs? I say it's probably 12. It's 11. I'd say we're close. Yeah. It's 11, and we got six or seven in the AFC. Mm-hmm. The one we didn't was the one that went to the Super Bowl. Right. Thanks, Bengals. Right. Thanks, Bengals, where we had, we had you at uh, two wins last year. The Falcons are in the same boat. Five and a half is the over-under on that. I'm going under. I am too. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I, you. I really wanted to disagree, but I couldn't. I've got under on everybody in the NFC South. I genuinely think nine wins might win that division in a walk. Mm-hmm. But if you're a Saints fan, you can be real happy that Taysom Hill's going back to tight end. Yes, because Andrew Dalton Th- three weeks or, or three months ago called. Uh, you're welcome. Now you have Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston. Yeah, but now we know. Uh, but but now we know that Taysom now, Hill's now leverage. Lie was all on Sean oh, Payton. Yeah. He, the, he had the dirty, dirty pictures. pictures were yeah. of Sean Payton. No doubt. <laughs> right. Because the minute Sean Payton left, everybody in that front office went, we're done with that. Right. We're that no- cute little experiment where you run the veer, we're done with that. Yeah, we're no longer going to uh, be doing the Taysom Hill experiment. Uh, it just, I mean, schedule lays out horribly for the NFC South this year. But again, if you're in a division that's rebuilding, then that's pretty good. Because that means a lot of high draft picks, a lot of opportunity for you to bring in major talent next year. Major talent. Major talent. Uh, for the Carolina Panthers, the Atlanta Falcons, and the New Orleans Saints. You know, for the for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are, you know, one of the favorites in the NFC, they're still gonna get ten wins, maybe. But that's gonna be a struggle. You gotta stay perfectly healthy, and you gotta hope that that uh, you know the 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 draft goes well, and the defense can hold up. Because we face a gauntlet as NFC South teams, folks. It's just the way it is. We got more futures coming your way right after the break. Don't forget, uh, join us in the Sportocracy on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button so you can get into the chat. You can cast your vote. The poll is now up. The most overrated bands bracket, Sweet 16 matchup between Coldplay and Fish. There's not a winner here. N- neither one of them should be knocked out of this because they are both horrible. Well, you got to whittle it down when you get to the Elite Eight. Somebody's got, I mean, this is like Miami against Iowa State. Somebody's got to make it to the next round. That's the best analogy you've made in two years of doing this show. It's all downhill from here. You're in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Hey guys, I'm Ziggy, your local Philly girl, owner of Ziggy's Bakery and Deli. I've created a traditional northern deli with only the most authentic cheesesteaks outside of Philadelphia, served with provolone, white American, or cheese Whiz. Our other classic deli sandwiches are made with the best quality meats and cheeses, available sliced by the pound. Join us for breakfast for house-made bagels with our custom cream cheeses. Or for something heartier, try a pork roll egg and cheese or house-cured lox. 
Piggy's Bakery and Deli in the corner of Asheville Commons, 1550 Hendersonville Road, open 8 to 3, Tuesday through Saturday. The underdog. The long shot. The nobody from nowhere, never gonna happen, 100 to 1 shot. We know something about that. We're with you every step of the way. This week at Ingalls, select 6 to 12 count Laurel and Cuddly Soft Bath Tissue, $3.98 each. Select sizes and varieties Kellogg's Frosted Flakes or Fruit Loop Cereal, two for $4. And select sizes and varieties Tide Laundry Detergent, $12.98 each. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. It makes you so happy. What is that? If you're on, you know, if you're on the recreationals. What in the world are you playing right now? That's fish. They win. I want to change my vote. I voted for Coldplay because I at least knew a song of theirs. And it's eliciting this weird grin out of you that I that is going to haunt my nightmares it's forever. It's, I, I have. That's one of the things. Like I can, I can normally get down with with anything. Like I can find something that a band does that I like. Most, most, more often than not. You know, there are a few exceptions. Florida Georgia Line can't stand it as soon as i hear it i'm i'm just out this one fish i can't i mean they had one song called bounce around the room that i only liked the live version and the only reason i really liked it was because i worked for an alternative station and you could put it on and leave and go get lunch and then come back and the song would still be going fish Ugh. Most overrated bands bracket vote right now in our Sweet 16 matchup. We got Coldplay against Fish. And Fish really hasn't had a... Uh, I don't think they've had a challenge yet in the bracket. There's a I don't strong hatred one. for the Fish. Coldplay, pretty much the same thing, though. We're talking about over-unders, futures, bets in the NFL... We had uh, was it DraftKings put out their win total projections for the year or their lines, I guess, for the year. It's not really win. It's not really projections. Win futures, right? They're trying to trying to see where they where they can get some action this year. And as Jeremy said at the top of the show, two teams at eleven and a half wins total for the season, over or under. One of them was the Green Bay Packers. The other one was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which I don't see a chance, a snowball's chance in Atlanta, as Jeremy likes to say, of that happening, of going over 11.5 wins for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers based on the schedule and how it how it laid out. I just, I don't know. I mean, some people want to call me a fair-weather fan of, you look at that schedule and you tell me where there's 12 easy wins that you'd be willing to put money on the over 11.5 wins. But some of the hard, some of the best teams in the NFL got the hardest schedules this year. I mean, that's the way it should be. That's because Tom Brady's no longer in New England, so the unholy trinity of somehow you can go to the Super Bowl right. and still have the easiest schedule in the league. And when they said everybody, you know, they did that last year, gave him one of the easiest schedules in the league, and then he retired, and they're like, oh, good, we can slap Tampa Bay again. And then 40 days later, eh, well, he's coming back, and NFL was like, oh, sorry, Tom, we... We screwed you this year. We have our first one of these of the day. I'm your huckleberry. It's from Rex B. He said, I appreciate all the work you've done improving your show, even if technology isn't always your friend. And technology is very rarely your friend, especially me today. Because apparently it's not just technology. Water heaters apparently are not my friend. <laughs> my friend. Those yeah. are really expensive. I they did are. not know that until today. Yep, they are. One wire. 
all kinds of monies. Was not expecting that. It's made it a less than ideal day, and has made me very angry. Well, and see, that's why we can. Uh, that's that's why that's why we can uh, just chill out here for the next two hours before you have to go do that. I guess we're down to an hour and a half now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, I mean, I'm sure if you've watched this show for any period of time or listened to the show for any period of time, you know I am about as handy as an empty box of Kleenexes. So I'm not doing it. And the person fixing it could have told me this cost $11,000. And I would have gone, I mean, I think I'm going to get a second estimate. But right. if they tell me the same thing, looks like that's what I'm paying. I mean, that's I guess that's what it costs. The five toughest schedules based on last year's uh, win percentages in the NFL this year belong to the Cardinals and the Rams. Well, the Rams, the Rams are the hardest. Then the Cardinals, the Bengals, the Buccaneers, and the 49ers. That's your top five toughest schedules based on the outcomes of last year, which is a little flawed because we know teams change year to year, but still, that's pretty tough. And then you throw in the fact if you just go a little bit further down that toughest schedule list, you got the Chiefs and the Raiders right there behind that group of five. So you got seven of the best teams in the NFL that are facing daunting schedules this year. If you're a fan of a team in the NFC East, congratulations. Your entire division has the easiest schedules this year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You've got the Cowboys at 10.5 wins, the Eagles at 8.5, the Commanders at 7.5, and, and the Giants at 7.5. And, mm -hmm. and I'm not sure that I don't like the under on every one of those except the Eagles. Okay. When, when we started this show, Justin Burton came along and said, apparently Colin Cowherd said the commanders were going to win this division. It's just hilarious to me. It's, it's it's not that hilarious to me. I get it. I think the commanders, the the Eagles, and the Cowboys are going to finish within about two games of each other. Mm -hmm. I think the Eagles are going to win that division. And I can't believe I'm saying that out loud, but here we are. I can't either. But – Depending on what they do in the draft, I mean, they would have to really royally screw up in the draft for that to be bad. Under 10.5 wins for the Dallas Cowboys is probably my favorite. That's probably my favorite number of all the ones that I've seen come out on the high side. Mm -hmm. I like that even better than under on Tampa Bay. When I looked at it and you know went through the schedule, I was like, I, just, I, I, I don't know how I can get there with the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know how I can get over the 10.5 number. I think getting because over it's it is the Dallas, insane. Because it's the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, even if you had faith in them, are you not to the point where you're like, eh, they're going to screw it up? Uh, the difference between uh, Dak Prescott with his line intact and not intact is drastic. Mm -hmm. And you've lost Lyle Collins and Connor Williams. To me, that is the cinch bet of all of this. A and it makes me really want to aggressively go under on Dallas and over on Philadelphia. Okay. I mean, because somebody's going to win that division with nine or ten wins. Yeah. I, would say I mean, so. the schedule's terrible. So you're not winning this at eight and nine. This is not going to be another no. one of those, hey, somebody below 500 won the NFC East. No, because their games, uh, they've got games featured against the Bears, the Lions, the Texans. Ooh, you got the Jaguars thrown in there. They're, there are a lot of gimme games. In their non -com or non divisional schedule, but then you also have you know the the, the Packers are there and the Vikings are not going to be easy by any stretch. They face the Titans, they face the Rams. They got some serious games going. 
I'm on. I'm under as well. And I put a. Little, I just put a little asterisk out of out beside it because Cowboys are going to Cowboy. Oh yeah. Oh this to me, this is a season that sets up to be really bad in Dallas because you've lost all those pieces that nobody talks about. The Randy Gregory thing. I'm actually not averse to the fact that you didn't re-sign him at that at, at the cost. Mm-hmm. Now Stephen Smith's explanation of. Well, that allowed us to bring back Dorrance Armstrong and Leighton Van Der Esch. I would have kept that to myself. Yeah. I would not have said that out loud. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate you trying to spin things for the Cowboys, oh, but yeah. no. Let's... There are times people in front offices should just not talk. Like, just, you know what, just, let's just walk right past that. Randy Gregory got upset at the offset language you have in virtually every contract. And you know what? We're, we're going to use that money. For what? I forgot. I, I don't know because I do not want to put names on this because you will make fun of me. All right, let's get just a bit outside. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Oh, we got rule changes coming in the NFL. We'll talk about that coming up later on in the program. But we also have more rule changes being played with in baseball. And now we're not talking pitch clocks. This is the designated hitter. Now, I don't know where this ends, but it's going to make me angry. Of course it is. Now we're talking about uh, rearranging the bases. They're rearranging the bases in minor league baseball this year. They're going to move second base 13 and a half inches. Oh, when you said rearranging, I thought you meant they were going to put first base at second <laughs> and second at first and keep third the same and you just had to run in a big hey, triangle that might make them interesting it would make it way more interesting to me yeah you got to run to second first and then you got to run to third and then over to first yeah, yeah, and you know then you got to run to third and back home to score and you have to drink a beer when you get back to first <laughs> before you can advance yeah they're going to be moving uh second base 13 and a half inches and you know what it sounds so ridiculous to me that i don't even care why like you could come up with the, all of the excuses of, oh, well, it's better for player safety or, you know, you don't have to run as far. Or Baseball is the only sport that ever does this. The NFL never comes along and says, this year the field is going to be 100.2 yards. Right. And do you know why? Because it's stupid. Look, just another 90 feet, right? That's all we ever talk about in baseball. Station to station baseball, just let's get the next 90 feet. Now you got to go 90 feet and then you got to go, you know, 13 and a half inches less than 90 feet. I'm not doing that math in my head because I, I don't want to be wrong. And then you got to do another. It's just ridiculous. Really shortening the base paths. I don't I don't care. Move on. Give me pitch clocks. I love the designated hitter thing. It wasn't too wild about the fact that they're bringing back the extra runner and extra innings just for this year again. But it is what it is. I'm still trapdoors in the outfield. Uh, we need a clown. Uh, there needs to be a clown somewhere. Anyway, they're going to experiment with it. It may come up to the majors. We don't know. Speaking of things I am a big fan of, we are closing in on a tradition like none other. Jim Nance, my favorite Sunday of the year. We Masters. pan in to, to Butler Cabin, and there's Jim Nance. Just Hello, friends. The 2022 Masters is but 10 days away. And there's still one great big question. Is Tiger Woods going to play? 
he is still listed as one of the competitors in this tournament. Mm-hmm. He played a, a tournament back in, I think it was December, with his son. It was a father-son tournament where he lost to John Daly and John Daly's kid. John Daly's kid looks exactly how you think he would, and we all look like we could be kin. I think there is a better than zero chance that Tiger Woods is going to find a way to play. Okay. The big question now is, can his body withstand 72 holes at Augusta? Apparently, he has done 72 holes in four days, just not at a course that is as treacherous as Augusta National. And I am low-key sitting back going, please play, please play, please play, please play, please play. That's Why? the only thing that can make me want – that's the only thing that can excite me more about this tournament is if Tiger comes back. Why? you th- I mean, you think he's going to be able to come back and be competitive? I don't care if he comes back and shoots 143. Just having With him there. With no enough. feel, I want Tiger here. Okay. And look, I was never a Tiger Woods guy. He drove me insane. Because I can never stand the, the person that wins all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, I want the face. Now, there are 50 golfers that can win this tournament, and he ain't one of them. But I want him to be there. If for nothing else, just to signal that it's not over. I mean, do I think he's ever going to be a high-level competitive golfer again? No. He's 46 years old. I mean, the, the chance, and, and just had a horrific car crash less than a year ago. Mm-hmm. The chances of that are astronomically high. But it would be... You know, things have been a little tumultuous in the PGA. With Phil's comments and and the Saudi Arabia thing hanging out there, that would be a good way to just tie all this together, even if he comes out and shoots 20 over. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. You have that warm fuzzy of Tiger being there, and then you concede the weekend to, invariably, somebody that you have never heard of that will be competitive into the final round. I honestly don't believe he he would ever do that if he thought there was a chance of that happening. I don't know. Maybe what, what you, if, a chance of shooting 20 over. Right. He'll never do that. Right. That's what I'm saying. If Tiger Woods thought that there was a chance that he was going to go out there at the Masters and be just the the ceremonial, you know, hood ornament, basically. Well, he's not going to do that. But, I mean, he's played golf. Mm-hmm. He knows that he can be. He can't win. But Jason Trump has in the comments. Could he make the cut? Yeah, he could make the cut. He knows this course better than anybody. Mm hmm. I mean, Jack Nicholas made the cut here into his 50s. I mean, he just, what, he just won it two years ago? Mm, three. Three years ago. And oh, I, this is my favorite tournament. This is my, this is my favorite weekend of the year. This beats the NCAA tournament. This beats the Super Bowl. This beats everything else. And do you know why? Why? Because this is four solid days of me sitting on my couch and consuming adult beverages early in the morning. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to do. So, And that's what it's all about for you. Just get me to the it's next It's the drink. only sporting event that's this high level that I can take a nap in the middle of. Yeah, that's true. And it's so good. Look, I can't talk smack about golf anymore. I dig golf, and I don't, you know, that used to be my, my shtick. And now I can't do it anymore because I love so it. Good. It's I, so good. Know. And now you've got – there is no sport in this country – that has more competitive balance than golf. Even NASCAR. And, like, look, I like NASCAR. There are about 14 guys that can win on any given Sunday. Yeah. Could there be a bunch of wrecks and somebody slides in like happened at Daytona? Yes. Right. Is, is that going to happen every week? No. No, you look, at the, you look at the averages, it's generally the same guys in the top 12 every week. I feel like the NFL is getting there. With all, of the great, with all of the great teams that we have? Not to this level. 
Well, I mean, obviously, you got a well, wider all, field of well, guys. It's an going individual in. sport for it, one. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Not it's really an apples to apples comparison. Individual competition, and you got so many, but parity is what you're talking about. There are guys in this tournament that could end up winning it that you have never heard of. See, that's the part that brings it down for me. Oh, it brings it up for me. Does it? Oh, yeah. Because one I'm, of my low key, like, little guilty pleasures is college golf. And I know I'm one of eight people. We have a support group. We meet on Tuesday. <laughs> there are cupcakes. It's wonderful. And so I do know who a lot of these guys are. And uh-huh. then see them getting into the field and competing is great for me. And then you got the the Dustin Johnsons and the Justin Thomases. And so good. The roster of... I was finding a reason to bring this up. Yeah, the, As many commercials as I've seen during the NCAA tournament for this, mm-hmm. this was coming up at some point this week, one way or the other. Right. The roster of guys who can be competitive week in and week out in the PGA is what? Would you say it's like 40 deep? Oh, no, it's deeper than that. Really? I would say it's 150 deep that could be competitive on any given week. There are guys that can't make fields that do make a field and then play in the final group on Sunday, and it happens about once a month. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. Can't I'm so wait. excited And for the I can gamble on it. That is also a very important thing. <laughs> well, as we know with Jeremy, you can gamble on anything. He's got the picks of the night coming up tonight in green on green Last at the night. end of this hour. Yikes. Last night. Again? And the bad thing is everything went exactly the way I said it would until it didn't. Charlotte Denver went through this big stretch where nobody could score. Nikola Jokic was the best player of the night, exactly like I told you would. Mm-hmm. They covered, but they didn't cover the over. There was about a five-minute stretch where nobody could hit water off a bridge. You get the green on green at the end of this hour, and then the five on it coming up in the four o'clock hour. And five on it, we have a a full boat. Don't do these. There are weeks where we don't have one of these. There's one tonight, and I want to go even higher on it than I'm going to. We haven't talked about any of the over-unders, the futures bets uh, for the NFL on win totals this year in the AFC at any length. And I want to talk about the AFC West because that's the one division where everyone got markedly better except for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're the one team that I look at in that division and go, you know what, You're you still got Patrick Mahomes, we still believe but you don't have Tyreek Hill anymore, what are you going to do? Juju Smith-Schuster is a fine pickup. Mm-hmm. You still have two picks in the top 64. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Miami Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs should tell you, their win future should tell you exactly how little people like me and Vegas think somebody like Tyreek Hill matters. They're at 11. There mm-hmm. are two teams in the NFL that have a higher projection than the Kansas City Chiefs. In the toughest division in the NFL. Probably in the toughest division in NFL history. And I don't disagree. I don't disagree in the least. If you told me Kansas City found a way to win this division, it wouldn't shock me even a little bit. I can't go against Andy Reid. And I can't go against what we've seen from Patrick Mahomes. But I think it's... It's way closer than it ever has been before. The or at one least that in I'm, the stretch, you know. The one that I'm stuck on in the AFC West is the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders are too Eight low. Eight wins for the Raiders is too low. That's drunk. Vegas is drunk, and you need to take advantage because, 
over eight wins. They're way too good. Mm-hmm. For the and Las the schedule Vegas. is not that daunting. I mean, it's not pretty. Don't get me wrong. I believe in Denver way less than everybody else does. The AFC West ends up with uh, matchups against the NFC West, which obviously is very tough. You got three great teams in that division, and you said two wrong, but okay. You said two great teams and one giant. Well, actually, I'll go one great team, one giant question mark, and one that is super overrated. Cardinals. Have you seen nine? And that's too high. That's too high for the Cardinals. Okay. But they got the West, the A, the NFC West, and the AFC South. Are you get two guaranteed wins there? Yes. Jacksonville and Houston. This is not going to be fun for you. Mm-hmm. I hate to break this to you. There, there is a, there are about seven teams in the NFL that I'll save you the time of looking at the schedules. They can beat each other and no one else. And that's the Jets, the Jaguars, the Texans, the Lions, Falcons, the Falcons, the Carolina Panthers, those, and the Bears. I'll throw the Bears in there too. Mm-hmm. Those seven teams can beat each other and no one else. Probably should throw the Giants in there too. Do you know what? There might be more in this tier than I thought there were. <laughs> I think I think there are several in that tier. There are about ten teams. I would say about a third of the league where you're just gonna be left behind. You really are. And there's, you know, and th- but that's great because I think everybody else is shoved up at the top. Like there is a chasm between the top twenty teams and the bottom. 12 teams yes or the top 22 teams and the bottom 10 i agree wholeheartedly Mm -hmm. but everybody else is going to be shoved together at the top and it's going to be amazing playoff race football the teams you're going to get incredible value on and i think there's value in one of them right now the miami dolphins you're going to get incredible value on okay at eight and a half that means vegas thinks they're a 500 team I think you'll get great value on them right now to go over. If you give that two weeks, you'll get even better value on them to go under mm-hmm. because that is going to move precipitously. Yeah. I've got them going under. Under eight. Really? Yeah. Under eight and a half for the Miami Dolphins. I've got under eight and a half for the New England Patriots. I, I'm just dumbfounded that the Patriots and the Dolphins are at the same spot. It's Bill. Bill is one step away from calling me to call plays on that offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I refuse. I refuse to take a number on your Jets. It's five, and I think it's a push. You're probably right. Because we play a bunch of those Lions, Jaguars, uh, teams. But I also don't like uh, I don't like the over for the Buffalo Bills in the in the AFC East either. 11 and a half is too much. See, I kind of do. I like the over because I think their floor is 13 and four. Because I think they are absolutely going to dog every team in their division six times. Mm -hmm. Well, each team twice, which leads to six times. Now they got to play the Bengals, the Ravens, the Chiefs, and the Rams all on the road. Those are going to be hella tough games. And did you just say hella? Did I? What are you, six? I don't know. Uh, You got the Browns and the Titans at home. Those will be tough as well. You can't get a number on the Cleveland Browns right now because nobody knows how many games Deshaun Watson's going to play. I do think that's funny that they're the only team that you can't find a number on. Well, because we pretty much know who everybody is at this point, don't we? Well, Vegas knows they would get demolished on the Browns. 
They are not good. Did you hear the narrative of what happened with St. Peter's? No. So this is what Vegas tries to avoid. St. Peter's played Carolina Sunday in the the regional final. Mm -hmm. There was no way for Carolina betters to lose if they placed that in New Jersey. Because there is a rule that New Jersey cannot put a futures number on a school in their own state. Really? So there's no way for you to bet St. Peter's. Well, the problem is if you put a future on it, you have to have a winner, which means Carolina, even if they had lost, would still have been the winner because they were they advanced the furthest of the teams that you could actually put money on. Hmm. Vegas took a bath. It could have been worse. If St. Peter's had won, they would have taken the biggest bath in the history of gambling. Really? Yes. And I don't know how. Like, are there that many people that go... St. Peter's plus a jillion. Here's $43. You take that, and then you give me $43 jillion if I'm right. That's all good? All right. Yeah, let's do that. You got green on green, the picks of the night. Coming up next right here on ESPN Asheville. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Coffee's the closer's on. Get him the money! Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. Oh, one and three last night. We're we're back below 500 for the year. Oh. 96, 98, and 5. I got four picks for you tonight in the NBA. First, the Utah Jazz are a one and a half point favorite tonight at the Los Angeles Clippers. This is an overreaction. The Utah Jazz are still a drastically better team, and I don't care where they play this game. LA, it just sticks in my mind. I get that Paul George is back, and I get that things appear to be going much more smoothly. I don't see how this is not four or higher for Utah. The one thing that they struggle with, unbelievably, is when somebody can deal with a Vika Zubac. Who does that better than anybody? Rudy Gobert. Give me the Jazz. Minus one and a half. Next, the Chicago Bulls are a four-point favorite tonight at Washington. Washington packed this season in about two months ago. Chris Tashperzingas has been fine. Corey Kispert finally had a game that made him look like he was an NBA first-round pick. But this team is still bad. Chicago coming off a of back-to-back last night. That's why the game, why the number is so low. It should be drastically higher. They're coming off an ugly loss to the Knicks, and they need this one bad. Give me the Bulls, minus four. Finally, the Los Angeles Lakers are a 12-point dog tonight at Dallas. Over-under, 218.5. L.A. plays drastically faster when Russell Westbrook is the impetus of the offense. With LeBron James doubtful, Anthony Davis doubtful, that's exactly how this is going to work. I think struggle that doubt that Dallas will struggle with Russell Russell Westbrook. Give me Lakers plus twelve over two eighteen and a half. 
Go and do likewise, gents. Money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy for you. Uh, much like Jeremy's bets in the last few days. It stumbles out of the gate, uh, apparently. Uh, Mouth words, memory dumps. <laughs> that was fun. Take all those wagers over to betus.com. Betus.com, promo code SPORTOCRACY. When you use the promo code SPORTOCRACY and make your deposit, they will give you 125% deposit bonus. So if you put in 100, they'll give you 125 in free play dollars. And you, you can, can use those free play dollars on the game that I am absolutely positive of that I will give you in the second hour. It's a game that you may or may not know is even happening. I am absolutely positive that the PhD weight loss program can help you lose weight. If you are like me and you have been overweight for most of your life, there are moments where, I mean, I don't have a memory of when I was ever quote unquote healthy. The PhD weight loss is helping me get on a track to be healthier. I've lost 50 pounds in four months. The greatest results that I have ever had from a lifestyle change. I have been healthy. The problem is that I couldn't stay healthy and I had massive sleeping issues. Thanks to PhD, I'm sleeping better than I ever have. And I'm back down to a weight that I haven't seen since high school. It's rare for me. Uh, uh well, it's a, it's actually, I've never seen 240 pounds on my scale. And I am working my way to it thanks to PhD Weight Loss and their great, nutritious, healthy food. They got 80% of the food that you need to have success on this program. They are, it is provided by PhD Weight Loss. Go to myphdweightloss.com. Book a consultation today. Sit down with a health coach. Talk with Dr. Ashley Lucas. They will inspire you to make a change in your life. Myphdweightloss.com. Coming up in the next hour, we'll continue the discussion on the futures bets in the NFL. Uh, win totals being set for all of the teams by uh, DraftKings. And there are some that are a little crazy. There are some that, uh, well, you can you can bet the under regardless of how low the number is. We've already given you a couple of those. Uh, overtime changes coming. The, the owners got together today and... The vote came in. They've decided to change the overtime rules. Problem is, we're only going to get it some of the time. It's only going to be in the playoffs, which I think is a, you know, I guess it's a step in the right direction. More NFL news and that. And Jeremy's going to be mad about the women's basketball tournament. It's all coming up in the next hour here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. And welcome back into the sportsocracy on ESPN. Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. I'm Tank Spencer. He's Jeremy Green. We are the sportsocracy seen everywhere on YouTube, as well as heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Coming to you live from the Ingalls studio. Ingalls supermarkets, low prices, love the savings. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel to get into the chat. But more importantly, to help us decide who is the most overrated band of all time. We're down to the Sweet 16, and today's matchup is Coldplay against Fish. Highly overrated bands both, yet somebody has to move on. 
to the next round. So cast your vote in the uh, in the chat. Right now we are sitting at Coldplay 59% to Fish's 41%. I believe that's the way this should go. They've all been close. All of them that have gotten to this point have been close. As they should. As they should. But the Rolling Stones, yeah, and the Sun, you guys. Ah, the the Rolling Rolling Stones Stones advanced. The Rolling Stones advanced yesterday as one of the most overrated bands of all time, and uh, they will take on the winner of today's matchup between Coldplay and Fish. Again, Coldplay with the sizable lead, I guess we'll say, at the moment. The NFL owners meeting, and they have made a decision. They took the vote today, and the overtime rules will change but for the playoffs only. And that's the part of this that I don't like. Have the same overtime rules for the regular season and the postseason. It doesn't make sense. To me, it's like Major League Baseball doing the, you know, they will only do the extra runner in extra innings in playoff games when it matters the most. Doesn't make sense. That's why it makes sense to me. Oh, because that's the, those are the games that matter Because the most. those are the ones that could go on forever and ever and ever and ever nobody wants to see the lions get another possession when they're tied with the vikings nobody loses their mind in a regular season game Mm -hmm. they lose their mind in the playoffs that's when this becomes a relevant issue i've never had the the overreaching qualm with with the overtime rules the one thing i've been adamant about don't do the college thing as a gambler i will lose my ever-loving mind if you ever go to that this is what makes it so hard to wager on college football mm-hmm. you wind up in overtime you rest assured if you're an under better you are doomed yeah just stop doing those over-unders no. although what was it we had uh there was a game in the big 10 it was a penn state Wisconsin was that the game that went like nine overtimes nope, and they only Penn scored State seven points? Illinois. Yeah, Penn State and Illinois, and I had the over and it hit <laughs> barely. Well, the over was like thirty-four, but that was Got like there. That was like the final score, wasn't it? It was like it was low, twenty to seventeen or something. Despite the fact that they went to nine overtimes because they started doing the two-point conversions after the first overtime or whatever. No, I, I you know, I've always preferred that method. But I'm a guy who loves scoring. If we're going to go to overtime, make it interesting. I see. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I just I hate ties. I hate ties, and I hate playoff games that end with one team never seeing the ball. So I that, don't want to see a postseason game decided on a coin toss. Yeah, so that's the one rule that I wish that they would institute is just no, no, no ties in the playoffs. We, in the last, I can't remember how many years it was. I think it was DraftKings that put this stat out. The last 12 overtime games in playoffs, mm-hmm. in the playoffs, the team that won the coin toss won the game. That's ten, a stat that cannot be allowed to continue. 10 out of the last 12. That's what I just said. Yeah. 10 out of the last 12, whoever won the coin flip won the game. Seven out of those 12 times it happened on the first possession. So you didn't, no chance for the other team to possess the ball, all of that. I understand the, 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 you know, the qualms with that. I've seen people calling this the Josh Allen rule. And that's fine. You call it whatever you want to. Mm-hmm. This is a win. This is a win as as people that literally live broadcast the two best playoff games of this playoffs. I was so deflated at the end of both of them. But it's not done for me. I need more. I need this in the regular season. Why? 
because name I, me the regular season game that you were up in arms about the the game that you that were up in arms, arms that a team won the coin toss that went down the field and scored name it i don't care uh, exactly that's the point that's the I whole don't point. care about the other one. I'm just saying, if you're going to do it in the in the in the playoffs, do it in the regular season. I actually like it better this way because it precludes the the extended misery that would be the Lions and the Jaguars. Well, the Lions scored on their first possession. Now the Jaguars get the ball. Yeah, let's do more of this. Yep. No, I'm good because that's what makes games good. I'm I'm good. I'll pass. Now in the playoffs, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what the NFL does better than any sport. Oh, problem? We're not going to talk about this for eight years. We're just going to fix it. Because it had been a hang-up. It had never been this big of a hang-up. Where mm-hmm. you look at it and go, if Buffalo had gotten the ball first, they would have won. Mm-hmm. No doubt. There is zero doubt in my mind. That's how that would have gone. So now the problem has manifested itself. Well, it's, uh, owners will congregate. We'll fix it. And they did. Yeah. They still missed the mark for me. Continuity. I'm all about continuity. But the Don't thing you can't explain to me is why. Uh, do I want it to always be the same way? Yeah. Why is it? Why is because it? Because the game can't end. In, it can end in a tie in regulation. It can't over in the playoffs. Shouldn't though. Ever. Why? You like you like the, the fact that you could you have two teams to tie. Do in you a remember game. the Lions Steelers game this past year? Yeah. I think we could still be playing that game. <laughs> if that couldn't tie, we might still be playing that. No, somebody would have won. It was that in game a monsoon mm-hmm. and it needed to be over. People get up in arms about ties, and I I, I really don't understand. It's a very small problem in the NFL. Mm. And usually it's not a game you want to see more of. Can't name you the last time I saw a game in at a tie in the regular season. I went, Man, I wish we got more of that. Right. I just think it's I'll a- be really honest with you. I'll go one step further. I don't think we should play overtime in the regular season. Oh, just ended it in regulation. It's done. You That's want this to be over? Thing. You got all the opportunity you want. You got 60 minutes to figure this out. I have That's zero dumb. interest in playing overtime in the in the regular season uh-huh. of the NFL. And I'm telling you, those games I won't don't be matter. Because sh- there wasn't a situation where, what was it, two years ago? We had the, what was it, the Eagles and the Steelers, I think, had the tie game. Or the the Browns or somebody, and it and for weeks that was all we could talk about was oh remember that tie, the playoff race is going to come down to the tie. Uh, Great, and you had ample opportunity to win it. If you're talking about the game, I think you're talking about uh, one of those teams literally went nope, we're good with the tie. That's on you. Oh, they ran the clock out. Yeah, yeah. that's on you. You don't want to do that. Yeah, that was the score. Eagles. That was like the swan song of. Um, uh, when was the last coach? Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, thank you. Dougie Doug, yeah. new coach of the Jacksonville Disasters. <laughs> right. I don't know. Just that for me, if you're going to do it in one phase of the game, do it in all phases of the game. Coming from a baseball fan, a mm-hmm. guy that literally watched the sport for 40 years that had different lineups in each respective conference. I can't change the rules and myself. Had, and then I've you always... had to just figure it out. Like, ah, well, in the playoffs, your all-star game decided who had home field advantage in the World Series. Mm-hmm. Which was the best And, and scenario. you're screaming for continuity. Absolutely. You see how that's maddeningly inconsistent, it's right? It's not maddeningly inconsistent. Because I've always wanted the universal DH. And now we have it. That is weird to say. If I cared about baseball, I would really be happy about that. Oh, I'm sure you I would. Don't. I'm sure you would. 
But only for football. I mean, no, but we in can, Major we League can Baseball, have, we had to talk about it for 75 years before you We can have all of the ties in the NFL regular season. Because I don't care. And you don't care. If you're being re- you're being insanely disingenuous here of, okay, what's your solution? You you want these games you to go on forever? You have a winner. Well, that's never going to happen. I, I You can hang that up to the highest extreme. That ain't going to happen. You're not playing more in games that don't matter. When player safety is what everybody in this league is screaming about, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I could give you two examples off the top of my head of games that ended in ties that please got in this. <laughs> and, and I'll guarantee you, if you could have gotten the coaches at midfield after regulation, they would have gone, mm-hmm. we're good with the tie. Please stop this. Ties they are were stupid. both in monsoon. Ties are stupid. They only happen okay. in stupid sports. Okay, then solve it. What was it? Take away your stupid idea. They we'll just, just solved play it. until they just solved it. This is this is how it happened, and that carries the game on longer. There is no solution where you're going to play more football. So take away the stupid thoughts of that ain't gonna happen. I mean, it'd be great if we just cut out eight teams in the league because they're terrible. You already play overtime though. I, I'm we well don't. aware of that. You're not playing more. There's no more. That that solution is not happening. That's like wishing you were six inches taller. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do about it. So give me a solution that makes any form of sense. Because you get into the college rule in no time. Mm-hmm. Of, well, we'll just give you the ball at the two and you can do that. Or force you to go for two or some just ignorant idea like that. Guaranteed possession in overtime shouldn't be that hard. It carries the game out longer in the reg- mm-hmm. in the regular season where it does not matter. This is a concession. This is how a collective bargaining worked because the players' union was probably completely against this. They're finding the playoffs. Mm-hmm. These games matter, and there has to be a a resolve. I will not in any way be shocked if you stop playing overtime in the, in the NFL. That's probably the next thing that happens. You've basically already cut out the kickoff. I mean, I got 500 players graded in this next draft. Do you know how many of them I even acknowledged they were kick returners? Mm-hmm. Three. Because who cares? It just doesn't matter. Now, if you can return a punt, you have a little bit of value. Yeah. Name me the best kick returner in the NFL right now. There you go. I have no That's idea. That's kind of my point. Gunnar Olszewski would probably have been my... Uh, For Jakeem Grant. He's, he's up there. Right. But it's completely irrelevant. Why? Because it game made the game more dangerous, mm-hmm. and eventually you got leverage, and you gave that up. So now there's the, the kickoff is completely irrelevant. Right. So you're not going to carry this into, well, now we can play two overtime periods in regular. No, you're not. You're never doing that ever, 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 ever. You have jumped that shark. Mm-hmm. Soon as lawsuits started happening, that was not happening. So you can want anything you want to. That ain't going to happen. But, there, but yeah. there is no convenient solution to it in the regular season. That's my argument to, well, why are you not doing it in the regular season? Okay, because that could carry this game longer and would increase the number of ties. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets the ball. There's an entire possibility that you're going to have two drives that take six to seven minutes. The other team's going to get the ball back with two and a half minutes left and uh, tie. Well, if you do that in the playoffs, well, we just keep going. You're not going to keep going in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Well, you just keep going until somebody else scores. Which could be forever. There is no more. This is. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do you there like. There is I, no more. I'm, I'm going to do you like. You know, a lot of people do. Children. Okay, you can want anything you want to. I'm going to give you the basis of. I promise you. I will bet you my life or my ability to have fun for the rest of my life. They're not going to carry regular season games any longer. Mm-hmm. There is no shot you play more than seventy games. You've already cut five minutes off overtime. 
Yep. Which, by the way, nobody noticed and nobody cared. Name me the year that happened. Was it 2017? Bingo. It's yeah. 2018. Nobody noticed and nobody cared. And if you stopped yeah. doing it, guess what? Nobody would care. Nobody would care if there was nobody over, would was care. Over to, you, nobody would care. would care. No one would care. Yes, you know they why? Would. Because teams that really cared would win in regulation. Okay. Pull up every tie. That's, first of all, it's no happened more like playing. six times in ten years. No, no more playing for overtime. You're just you're just forced now. If you get the ball back with forty seconds to go in the game, just taking your shots. And Kansas City did it. Bad luck for you. Kansas City did it. Watched them do it to mm-hmm. force overtime with fourteen seconds left. At the, at this point, this is such an offensive league. If you want to score, you can score. Right. Now, if you don't have the ability to do it, that's on you. Sorry, Jets, Lions, Jaguars, Texans. I'm completely out on any situation that gives us more ties in the NFL. Yeah, I'm not. I don't care. I I just genuinely do not care. As a wagerer, that doesn't affect you Don't care. It has nothing to do with wagering. Nothing. As a matter of fact, I hate overtime for that purpose. If I had a dollar for every time I've had an under that carried the over because we went to overtime, Mm -hmm. I would probably be a millionaire. (laughs) Okay. Uh, look, I get people are upset. Patrick Hold, I know you're a big soccer fan, but to me, again, that's what makes soccer stupid. And hockey, ties are un-American. I don't like them. You play to win the game. Your damn coach said it. That I absolutely despised. My well, coach that I absolutely despised and was a laughing stock. It does not matter. He is No truer words have ever been spoken. Mm-hmm. That is and the you have point 60 minutes sports. to play to win it. I genuinely could not care less. As a matter of fact, I got happy when I saw that that didn't, because that was my fear, is that you're going to manipulate this overtime thing into something that it should never be. One more possession is just too much. Because it's not one more possession, because if you score, now you're sitting here doing the same thing, but now you're in the exact same position you were before. Mm -hmm. I have zero interest in watching more mediocre football. None. Now, more postseason? Absolutely. I will give you every opportunity to win a game in the postseason because those games were great. Mm-hmm. I don't in any way need more New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles tied at 13 at the end of regulation. Go home. You You're get- drunk, and now so am I because I just spent 60 minutes watching you do this. <laughs> you get a regular season matchup between two great teams. Say you got the Cincinnati Bengals and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think they play this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're going score for score. And it's 38 to 38 at the end of regulation. You don't care. You don't want to see nope. it every time. Don't care. That's Win it. And if you're scoring that regularly, end it. Mm-hmm. You had a shot, too. I promise you. But I mean, we can put a pin in this. So the next time that you have a regular season game, that oh, I'm so upset. That, uh, then I'll go, okay, maybe you had a point. I don't have one of those in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of them in overtime, though. Or in the playoffs, excuse me. In the playoffs. All right. The uh, playoff overtime rules will change. Each team will get a possession, regardless of what happens. There's none of this going for two or forcing a team to go for two to end the game. They basically just took, I think this was the Buffalo Bills the Buffalo Bills weren't they? Weren't they the one that put out this? The rule change. This no, it was rule the change. Eagles and the Titans. Oh, okay. The Eagles and the Titans. 
<sighs> Again, only for playoff games, which seems ridiculous. You're in the sports uh, sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. I'll see, this is so soothing. That is Cold not the play. word I would use for that. <laughs> Coldplay taking on Fish today in the most overrated bands bracket. We are down to the Sweet 16. You can cast your vote at the YouTube stream. Just go to the sportsocracy.com. Click on that live video link. Hit the subscribe button once you're to the YouTube video, and you can vote. Coldplay uh, still leading 59% to 41% for Fish. I, uh, I I forgot that Chris Martin in The Scientist used the word progress, yes. and that is enough for Coldplay to win this. <laughs> I, I completely forgot that until just now. Coldplay's the winner. You hate Chris Martin so much. I, I just There are certain words that really irritate me. Mm-hmm. Like, just, okay, say it right. Say it right. I'm not asking for much. Cast your vote in the uh, Sportsocracy YouTube feed. More overrated. Is it Coldplay or... Or is it Fish? The winner of this most overrated band's bracket matchup will go on to the next round to face the Rolling Stones. Still can't believe they made it, but it is what it is. I'm not in any way shocked. Well, of course you're not. Because you spearhead the I hate all good music bandwagon. I I love good music. Mr. Creed Creed's fantastic. is against the Rolling Stones. Creed's fantastic. Me and and sports freak uh, Mike Morgan. We're we're both Creed fans. Wonderful. Yeah. He's Wonderful. the only. He, but but you are the only person on this planet that believes that they're better than the Rolling Stones. Yeah, yeah. I'll hit your bell. That's yeah, fine. I saw you looking for yeah. it. <laughs> Anyhow, um, the NFL. Yeah, they're changing the overtime rules. We've also had uh, Andy Dalton. He's got a job now. He's going to be the backup in New Orleans. To Jameis Winston, they, uh, so they're bringing Andy Dalton in, and they have said that they are sliding Taysom Hill over to the tight end spot, which is where he belongs. Well, I mean, the contract tipped that off. When any when they showed the discrepancy between, well, this is what it would be if he's a quarterback. This well, then he's going to be a tight end because mm-hmm. we all know he's not a quarterback. Where he belongs. He's not a quarterback. But they gave him the chance. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, you had a great game against the Jets. Well, so did a lot of people. That does not make you special. Now the question is, all right, let's say worst case scenario. Jameis is not fully healed, whatever the case may be. Are the New Orleans Saints 
a playoff contender with Andrew Dalton. No. I disagree with you. And oh, I you disagree so. with you vehemently. Really? I do. I, I think this is this is New Orleans going, what can we do to ensure that we're one of the best of the bad? Was you talk about that chasm between the twenties and and the bottom twelve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the same thing happens in the NFC and it happens at about five. I would say New Orleans now is if I could get a prop on them to make the playoffs, I would do it. I can't find eight teams in the NFC that are better than them. Hmm. Plus, okay. you mix in the fact that I think they're going to wind up with a receiver at 18, the the left tackle replacement at 49, mm-hmm. I believe, is the their second-round pick. Okay. That's another one. I wish I could – that's one thing that I really wish somebody would get on is I need a draft prop where I can play the game – of this player with this team and get exponential odds mm-hmm. because I would take it with Tyler Smith to the Saints. <laughs> uh, I would take all teams in the NFC West over the Saints with Andy Dalton as the quarterback. Obviously, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the South Division. I would take the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings and the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles over them. To me, they would not be a playoff team with Andy Dalton. I mean, they'd be close. They'd be in that mix with maybe the Washington football team or if the Giants can figure out what they're doing on their offensive line and maybe make something happen. Still Daniel Jones. I'm out. I'm I'm out on the Giants. Mm -hmm. I'm out on the Commanders, Mm -hmm. uh, the Lions, the Bears, the Panthers, the Falcons, the Cardinals, and the Seahawks. That's eight. They are not – the New Orleans Saints with Andy Dalton are not better than the Cardinals. Look at those schedules again and then tell me that. Okay. Look at those schedules again and then tell me that you really that you'd be really willing to bet your house the Cardinals are going to win more games. I think I have long said I think the Cardinals are a are a no pun intended deck of cards. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the year last year, every team in the NFL seemed to figure out oh oh Kyler all you have to do is send pressure up the middle. There's no way to beat it. Mm-hmm. And now you've got the malcontent thing, and now you don't have Christian Kirk, so you don't legitimately have a second receiver, and everybody's getting more expensive, and the team's getting worse on the outside. I don't love the Cardinals. I loved them before anybody else did, and yep. I will jump off that and bandwagon happily. Abandoning ship. They were embarrassed. Embarrassed by practically every playoff team they played in the last month of the season. Mm-hmm. In playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good. The Saints are still going to play high-level defense. Yeah. All right, you lost to Ron Armstead. Okay. Well, you didn't have him for half of most of those seasons anyway. And you lost Marcus Williams, and you replaced him with Marcus May. Mm-hmm. So how is this team drastically worse? With what they've done at quarterback. I thought they were going to tap and just, yeah, Taysom Go Hill. Go Taysom Hill. Yeah, they didn't do that. I didn't ever think that was going to happen. And now you'll have I've probably all... Jamison Williams on the outside with, with mm-hmm. uh, Troutman, who you took a couple years ago. And Michael Thomas coming back. How is that team not better than they were last year? With Andy Dalton. Or Jameis Winston or whoever. I don't, I care less who it is. Just the Andy. difference between Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston is just barely anything. Oh, I don't know that I agree with that. I just... Well, I hate to go Ben Shapiro here, but facts don't care about your feelings. Uh, statistically, <laughs> they are literally the same guy, and Jameis Winston just turns the ball over more. At... How old You're is getting, Andy Dalton now? He's 38. Oh, 30, 
No, he's not. Is Andy he not? Dalton, I think, and I are the same age. Are you really? <laughs> no, see, now I got to. No, he no, came out. I'm 99% sure he was drafted in the 2009 draft. I believe he is 33 or 34 years old. He's 34. Yeah. yeah We're the same 34 age. years old. Okay. I don't know. There's a really nice line of demarcation there because I can play this game of did I grade you yes or no and I knew the answer was no on Andy Dalton but it was real close. Yeah, I know James uh, James Winston is still capable of putting up huge numbers. I don't putting know up that huge, Andy Dalton but, is, putting up is, huge yardage numbers which I don't mm-hmm. care about. And touchdown numbers. It was the it was the interceptions. How many playoff it. wins he got? Okay. Mm-hmm. And win. How many playoff? I'll go one step further than that. How many? How many playoff appearances does he have? None. There you go. It's zero, and Andy does. Andy still. The Andy Dalton hatred is just really comical to me. Okay, why? Compare him to a quarterback in this league. Andy Dalton, talent wise, is blank. Because if you think there is a huge difference between him and Jameis Winston, I think you're out of your mind. Jameis Winston is the greatest turnover machine I have ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. He takes great and well-designed plays and then just mind-boggling decision. Sure. Yeah, I would rather have the guy that doesn't really turn the ball over. Does he push the ball down the field? No. But he doesn't turn it over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rob Johnson corrected me. It was the 2010 draft. That was the last one before I started doing this. So I knew it was one of those. It was just there closer even than I thought it was. There you go. Yeah, I... I have lost all hope that Andy Dalton can still be a thing in the NFL. He's a fine backup. Because of what? Because of his year with the Chicago Bears who had me playing receiver? That's what soured you? No, it was the, I don't know, the last year maybe he was in Cincinnati. Oh, you mean when they made the playoffs? And what did they do? nothing well actually they didn't make the playoffs they were they, they had a did they make the playoffs off that or get knocked out of the playoffs i don't know i think it was knocked out of the playoffs and that was in josh allen's second year because i remember cincinnati fans contributed a lot of money mm-hmm. to his charity i just know cincinnati up until this past year has never been worth betting on when it comes to playoff football and you can take that all the way back to the 1980s, the last time. I'm still Super waiting Bowl. on you to tell me when Jameis Winston was. When, when was Jameis he ever Winston. even reasonably good? There comes a time with every young quarterback where you have to go, you are what I've seen you be. Mm-hmm. I, I see no discernible difference between the two. Okay. Well, Jameis can throw for 400 yards. Yeah, he can throw for six interceptions too. I've never seen Andy Dalton do that. I've seen Jameis Winston throw five, and he had a perfect opportunity to throw two more. Right. Okay. There's a revisionist history with with Jameis Winston that's just comical to me. Because you can't stand Marcus Mariota. Like, you think Atlanta is just dog water. They're going to go one and 16. Sure. You really think there's a big difference between Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston? 100%. I don't. In their arm talent? I think there's a 100% difference. Uh, okay. I'll, I will see your arm talent, and I will go mental capacity for the win. Uh, because discerning a football field, I swear to you, Jameis Winston, if I didn't know he was blind, mm-hmm. I could watch him play and go, he was blind. He was blind. He was either blind or he had money on this on the other side. Right. By the way, historically, win-loss record. Jameis mm-hmm. Winston, 33-44. and 44. Andy Dalton, 77-69. and 69. Mm-hmm. One of those is drastically better than the other. 
And if you're about to tell me one had better talent, I will see your Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, OJ Howard, and raise it with Tyler Boyd. AJ Green. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's end of message. Sorry to go sit and president on you, but those two are end of message. That was all he ever <laughs> they had. Are end of message. I just I don't have any faith in Andy Dalton, and I think if they were left with Andy Dalton as their option, should God forbid something happen to Jameis Winston, they're not going to be a playoff team. That's how we got started on this. Jeez, that went. That was a rabbit hole. Where's our rabbit? I thought we were getting a rabbit. I haven't figured out how to he's, make the rabbit. I've got a rabbit, but I can't make it hop. Ah, it's not. Yeah, he's trying to figure out really the animations can, for our uh, for our YouTube. Stream. I have one, but he just kind of peeks his head out, and that, yeah, that's not, not enough. No, I need it to bouncing bounce. across the screen, jumping into the rabbit hole. Because, I mean, that's just that's just what that's, we do. We're all about uh, rabbit holes here in the sportsocracy. All right, Jeremy, you ready to get weird? On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. Okay, are you a Wordle player, Jeremy? A what? A Wordle. Wasn't he player. a turtle? Isn't that a Dr. Seuss book? <laughs> Wordle the turtle? Wordle the turtle? Wordle. It's what this, is Wordle? It's, this New York, it's the New York Times word game that... Everybody's playing on the front. So you've, you you go on Twitter a lot. You see the little graphics that people post out. They've got the little colored yellow and green colored boxes, and they're oh, with in different the little for- bubbles, and, and they're different colors. Yeah, I've never known what that was. No, apparently it's from this Wordle game, and so you gotta you know you gotta figure it out which ones are which. Uh, you know what the words are. Solve the word puzzle, and a a recent study by. Word Finder X, a reference website for word games like Wordle and Scrabble, which used Google Trends data to determine that Google searches for the answer to Wordle's daily puzzle have nearly tripled ever since the New York Times acquired Wordle in January. Study found that searches for February 15th's Aroma and February 19th's Swill daily Wordle solutions reached 100 out of 100 on Google's search popularity scale, which compares search results on a topic and then rates them on a scale of 0 to 100. So it's like the most, you know, the most searched thing of the day. Told this story just to tell you, all those people who think, you, you know, oh, he's so smart playing Wordle, you're cheating, and we all know it. I'm I'm going to regret asking this question. Yeah. How do you cheat at Wordle? I just told you. They're searching it. They're searching it on Google to find the day's answers and then putting it in the game. And then you put and then you score more points than your opponents, and that's how you rank high on the list. That game's making my head hurt, and I don't even and I, you ain't even and I don't it. E- and I don't even have ten percent of an understanding of what it is. <laughs> But now, when I see your little bubbles with your uh, the yellow circle, and mm-hmm. that I'm 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 going to judge you. Yeah, you're you're asking for answers on a word game that I don't understand. Right now, I will say, you remember words with friends? Yep. I know people I played that with cheated because I was very good at that game, and I played with some people in my social social circle that, let's be real honest, they're not rocket surgeons. And they were dragging me down the sidewalk, and I'm looking at my phone going, ah, 
You can't put a sentence together. How are you destroying me in this word? Go- oh, you're a cheater. Wow. You th- you think they're just uh, what putting in the letters and is there Somebody, an app for that? You can put the letters in and unscramble them to find the biggest word you yeah, can use. Yeah, there's a. That's why words with friends kind of died because people realized, oh, all I have to do is type in my letters and the exposed letters, and it'll tell me what I can play. <sighs> Cheaters never prosper. Mm-hmm. Tell you who does prosper though. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Chick-fil-A. It's God's chicken. Oh, it's wonderful. That it, it, it just tastes like pure happiness. And now they're taking the remnants of some of that happiness and turning it into a positive. They are taking they're partnering partnering up with Darling Industries to turn their used cooking oil into clean burning renewable biofuel. So basically what they will do is when, when the restaurants change their greases, mm-hmm. they will take it to this place and they will turn it into biofuel to power cars. Now, here's my question. Does it smell like Chick-fil-A chicken? So when I fuel up my car with this Chick-fil-A happy chicken fuel, mm-hmm. does my car then smell like pickles and chicken? Because if it does, I will convert to a hybrid right, right now. now. How do we not have a Chick-fil-A air freshener? Yeah, I don't know. I want that smell around me at all. To, I had a Chick-fil-A chicken I, salad for a while. I just, I just don't feel like that's. I, I don't, I don't feel like that's a thing that you can capture in a bottle. Oh, I, I mean, like, can. okay, then maybe. I mean, I, I to me, it looked like things like candy. So, like, I, I know you hate, I know you hate bananas, Jeremy. Ugh. But bananas. And banana flavored candy are nothing alike. All awful. I like them both, but you can't really capture the taste of the banana in a candy. Or I've never seen it done. Dean, yeah, seen it done. Bad. You make one bad. So and I feel make like it almost as bad as its real life predecessor. I feel like if you tried to encapsulate the aroma of chicken of of Chick Fil A. You would screw it up and create some new scent that would be just awful, like a cheap knockoff, and I, I don't like that. I will also say their spicy Southwest salad, which is PhD approved, by the way, uh, phenomenal. It is. Phenomenal. You put corn in a salad. I, game over? Win. That's You have won this game. We're done playing. <laughs> okay. Game over. Jeremy's all about putting corn in his salads. Interesting. Good to know. I made a corn side dish mm-hmm. over Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Corn and pickles. It's just it's two things that have been bouncing around in my head for like four months now. You might be pregnant. I, I'm telling you, I'm getting more scared. <laughs> if I didn't know that was anatomically impossible, I would be terrified right now. Mm-hmm. I still don't like ice cream, though, so... That was the cravings with my children. Pickles and ice cream. Pickles and ice cream. I still don't like ice cream. Interesting. Uh, all right. Were there other surprises to you in the Futures release by DraftKings? <sighs> Talking about the NFL schedule. And I feel the like the over, Colts are low. The over-under on wins for the season for the Indianapolis Colts is at nine and a half. And I feel like that's low. I do, too. But you're playing in a really bad division. Look, I understand you're in the AFC, so that schedule is going to be daunting. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough to go into Indianapolis and beat them. I don't care who you are. 
Well, I mean, it's something that the Chargers and the Chiefs, obviously the Titans, are going to have to do. Other than that, Indianapolis should win all of their home games besides those three. Jaguars, Texans, Eagles, Washington, and the Steelers. And and that last one is less obvious than you think yeah but if you had to put it out right now you had to put a line on it right now indianapolis oh, is the no doubt favorite indianapolis right? minus three, four and a half at home okay see you put it over a field goal i feel like that's one that we can chalk up as you be expected to win that but see game. that's where i start doing comparisons mm-hmm. like i look at the colts at nine and a half and the cardinals at nine you, those two teams are nowhere near each other to me i feel like if those two teams played nine times out of ten indianapolis would win okay I feel the like Bengals, it's a little more evenly split. The Bengals at 10. I, that's a, a better split to me. I feel like Indianapolis and Cincinnati. Cincinnati probably wins six out of 10 times. Okay. That was Cincinnati was one of the ones I was the most interested in seeing what their number was because I thought it was going to be inflated. Mm-hmm. Nope, it's perfect. That's one they hit on the nose. And one that I will avoid like grim death. <laughs> until it moves until it moves um the tennessee titans they're nine and a half as well and i feel like that's low well tennessee you've got to understand they're being really cautious because there has been the the, the tyreek hill deal and Devonte adams have changed the market precipitously because now you've got three receivers that are waiting on new deals specifically dk metcalf aj brown and debo samuel mm-hmm I will not be shocked if two of those three players are moved before we play another game. So I've heard a lot about DK Metcalf possibly going to the Green Bay Packers, that the Packers would be all in on making that deal work, which obviously they would be. A.J. Brown, I don't know. I, I mean, the team's trying to float out there that we're having the discussions about a long-term extension and all of that, and maybe those discussions are going well. They're not. Just They're saying. not. They're not. Because all these teams are looking at receivers going, we're going to have to pay him $25 million. Mm-hmm. And this started with Christian Kirk. All right, Christian Kirk oh, gets $21 million a year, and we all lose our minds and go, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Well, then Tyreek Hill got 30. And Devontae Adams got a ridiculous deal. It's not. To, I'm not saying it's too much money. It's 28, I think, wasn't it? It's not that it's too much money. It's just that there are so many receivers out there that it's really easy if you have the quarterback to replace them. Mm-hmm. Well, there are a slew of teams that don't have – necessarily the quarterback that would be willing to pay that and give up draft capital i've heard aj brown to the jets i've heard nothing about debo's the one i've heard nothing about san francisco seems to be like well we're going to bite the bullet and pay it so just aj brown goes to the new york jets and now he's on the team with everybody he's ever played with uh yes it would be it would be (laughs) old miss the greatest old miss reunion ever hey and you know what dk metcalf too because they played together in college i was gonna say well he he would reunite with Corey davis as well who he played with the titans with so Uh, it would be all of his teammates i I will say i find it funny that at one time old miss had dk metcalf aj brown and elijah moore and still couldn't play dead in a western on offense Mm -hmm. just throwing that out there one of those things I think I'm going to keep saying until but, they all retire. But imagine that team. Imagine those guys if Lane Kiffin had been in town at the time. Now that could I mean, been, they had Hugh Freeze, so it wasn't exactly like they had yeah. like they were bereft of offense. No, never had the quarterback though. No, if you could have landed that one good quarterback, there is a where I was headed with this though is that there is a rising belief that the Tyreek Hill deal 
which is the hardest phrase in the English language to say, it may spark more movement before the draft. Mm-hmm. We got a month before the draft, and there are a lot of names being floated. And look, nothing may come of it, but there are a lot of teams looking at this tra- draft going, it's really good. Like the compensation, what would you put the compensation at for A.J. Brown? I have this on really good authority that a team's already offered it. It'd be two ones. You're not even Maybe close. You're not even in the ballpark. Two threes. You're not even. It, you made it worse as I said that. It's a third rounder this year and a one next year. That's it? Mm-hmm. You still have to pay him $30 million. Okay. That was the thing that blew my mind with Tyreek Hill. You give him all that. You're getting ready to give him all that money and you give up five draft picks. Mm-hmm. That's the reason I can't be on board with this. A.J. Brown is an elite receiver. So is Debo. So is D.K. Metcalf. Mm-hmm. Now, D.K.'s a little higher than than A.J. Brown because he's less scheme-specific. But that's about the belief that it will be a high three this year and a future one or, or a, next, a one next year that will probably be reasonably good. And you can probably deduce what team it is that's offering it yeah. based on who's saying it right. and where those picks fall. I mean, he's going to be worth the money, I feel like. And for that for that kind of draft capital, I don't I don't know that it would be worth it. Although you're going to lose him for nothing if you don't trade him. So, and, and that's the fear is that right. you can recoup picks, and it's the it's the funny part of the haves and the have nots. All right, so you have these teams that have never been able to develop the talent, the Raiders and the Dolphins, mm-hmm. that went out and got ready made products and then gave them a bajillion dollars, in spite of the fact you had to give up draft capital too. When you don't have the quarterback, you're kind of forced to do that. When you do, the Kansas City Chiefs believe that they could have me playing wide receiver and nothing's going to change. Mm-hmm. They fully believe that. They, they're planning on taking two receivers in their first five picks, which are in the top. I think the third one's at a, like right around 100. They believe we can add two receivers there with Juju, McCall Hardman. We're fine. Mm-hmm. We're fine. We won't miss a beat without Tyree Kill. And Vegas agrees with them. And Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't leave him out. His name was on my screen. Threat. I just didn't care. They, they're trying to pump him up as the deep ball threat. Mm-hmm. He can't catch. You do know that, right? Mm-hmm. Couldn't catch it from Patrick or from uh, Aaron Rodgers. Not sure Patrick Mahomes is going to be that drastic of a difference for MVS in Kansas City. Who There was news today that the Kansas City Chiefs could be moving to Kansas and nobody cares woo <laughs> like i mean i get kansas city fans are gonna care moving out of arrowhead would be bad but you know it's, it's a new day in the nfl you're always looking for new digs all around time to put five on it jeremy i've got a an absolute banger of a pick tonight in the nit i'll give you the first one that i gave in the first hour i'm taking utah minus one and a half against the la clippers i got 50 on it this is a ridiculous line i mean ridiculous line i can't figure out what anybody's seeing that would make this not more than a one possession game i got 50 on it utah minus one and a half i got 25 on it washington state money line against texas a&m I'm not super confident in this, but there's one stat that sticks out to me. Washington State's one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the country, and Texas A&M can't rebound. That's the only thing that swayed me on this. And 
Well, I really like betting NIT games. Right. Now, the one that you've been waiting for, the Xavier Musketeers, <laughs> are a one-and-a-half-point dog tonight against St. Bonaventure, and that's stupid. And let me tell you why. How many players does St. Bonaventure's play? Total. I don't know. Nine. Six. They oh. have the shortest bench in the country. They play six players. What does Xavier do? Top ten in the Top ten in the nation. Get to the free throw line. When you only have six players, somebody's going to get in foul trouble when you play against a team that plays like this. And this number is stupid. Look, I get Xavier had a really ugly portion of the year. They played really well in this tournament. And the firing of their coach, which happened after the first round of this tournament, which is still mind-boggling to me, this is the better team. This sets up nicely. I got a hundred on it. Xavier Musketeers plus the one and a half. Putting a hundy down on the NIT. I'm that's... and I'm I'm telling okay. you that is one of my favorite bets of the year. When you th- that's one of those dirty little gambler secrets. One of the great equalizers is when you have to start playing players that don't play. St. Bonaventure started the year with eight or nine guys in the rotation. One got hurt, and two have just been completely cut out. Now in the NIT semifinals, you're going to have to turn to that guy because somebody's going to get in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, here's the other thing I didn't tell you. I've already checked the official matchup. It's two of the whistle happiest officials in all college oh. basketball. This sets up so bad for St. Bonaventure. Well, let's go Musketeers then. I swear. And I'm look, I they call it gambling for a reason. So there's a possibility that St. Bonaventure manages to win this game. I genuinely think it's going to need whole, they're, they're going to need holy water for that to happen. Because this is one of the worst setups I've ever seen in a college basketball game. Uh, he's been doing pretty well with the uh, with the five on it. Uh, you're up three hundred and thirty two dollars and some change on the year. I went two and one last night. I absolutely love those nights. I go off the board and I forget the third one. And I get in here and I'm like, hey, I won money. Uh, hey, hopefully we'll be looking at over a grand coming in tomorrow in the five on it. Take those wagers over to betus.com. The website is betus.com. Promo code SPORTSOCRACY will get you a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put into your account up to $2,500. SPORTSOCRACY is the promo code at BetUs.com. This is a topic that I don't think – I didn't think I'd ever hear you talk about, Jeremy, but he is hopping mad about one thing. In the women's NCAA tournament, we'll get mad up next. Hey guys, I'm Ziggy, your local Philly girl, owner of Ziggy's Bakery and Deli. I've created a traditional northern deli with only the most authentic cheesesteaks outside of Philadelphia, served with provolone, white American, or cheese Whiz. Our other classic deli sandwiches are made with the best quality meats and cheeses, available sliced by the pound. Join us for breakfast for house-made bagels with our custom cream cheeses. Or for something heartier, try a pork roll egg and cheese or house-cured lox. Ziggy's Bakery and Deli, in the corner of Asheville Commons, 1550 Henry. Andersonville Road, open 8 to 3, Tuesday through Saturday. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. 
dirty Turkish artifact flat. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. Turkish artifact flat is brought to Philippines. Let the hate flow through you. You know, this is a topic we don't talk about a lot on this show, but last night there was a tremendous game in the end of the the Elite Eight in the women's college basketball tournament. And it's not the game that I'm mad about. What I'm mad about is that NC State seems to be catching a lot of the ire of the NCAA. You obviously had the the College Baseball World Series where, let's be really nice here and say the NCAA didn't do them any favors. Then last night they play UConn. And that would be daunting enough to have to play a team that's been to 14 Final Fours in a row, except for the fact you're playing in their backyard as the better of the two teams. They made you the one and then made you play in their backyard. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. I know why you did it. Nobody wants to say this, but you did it to ensure ticket sales. Because the closer you keep Connecticut and the player, the reigning player of the year to home, the more likely you are to sell out this arena. I get that. But you did it at the expense of a really good team that deserved drastically better. And when you add that to all of the other things that have happened to NC State over the course of the last, oh, I don't know, I'll be nice and say 18 months, it kind of leads you to go... You know, I'd be rather upset if I was NC State because I kind of feel like I'm I'm catching it from the NCAA. I'm mad. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. We'll see you right back here tomorrow at 3 o'clock. We got uh, seven-round mock draft post-free agencies, team by team, coming out immediately after this on the YouTube stream.